Welcome to Into the Age. Vince Stegall here with Doug Norvell. We're taking your calls today. The number to join us is 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Doug, are China-style lockdowns coming to America? Well, I mean, they they could possibly one day. Who knows, Vince? It's, it's interesting to look at it like that because, um, you know, we've seen this craziness happening in China. And normally... Uh, one of the things that have been said about uh, the Chinese people is that they normally follow the rule of law to a T and they do everything they're told to do and they're pushing back against this new COVID lockdown and some pretty scary things have happened over there in Hong Kong. Well, there's a lot of people that have no idea what we're talking about, Doug. That's why we're going to talk about it today, Vince. This so, is, uh, you know. I, when I started talking to people about this, I did, didn't realize that this wasn't common knowledge or mm-hmm. at least communicated, like... I follow some people on Twitter right. that post things that mainstream media doesn't typically talk about. Yeah, and so I've been seeing all these tweets, and I'm like sharing them with people, and they're like, "No one's talking about this. Where'd you find it?" Like I'm some research guru, which I'm not. You sort of kind of are, though. Am I? Yeah, you're plugged into it anyway. Well, that, maybe maybe that's true. I don't know <laughs> if I'm a guru, but I do find some things out. Nonetheless, this isn't you know, featured in a lot of places, or it wasn't up until recently. Right. And so um, you and I have been texting about it or emailing about it since Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. because there's some crazy stuff happening in China, and we're going to talk about it today. And, um, you know, President Biden, it's going to be interesting to for people to hear what he has to say about it. Dr. Fauci, Mm -hmm. Klaus Schwab from the World Economic Forum. Mm -hmm. There's things that have been said or not said, yeah. that really make you go, what's next for America? Yeah. And the world, for that matter. Well, you know, when it, when it comes down to it, Vince, it appears like it's like what we've talked about many times here. Like they take a situation that is a crisis and then they use that crisis to further an agenda that they already have planned. And this does appear that that's what's going on, especially with this recent lockdown in China. Uh, and the people have they've gotten fed up with it, and so they're starting to push back. And your question that you posed today for the program is, could this be coming to America soon? I think that this is the plan globally, not just for America, but I think this is what they really want globally. And I think we'll see that as we begin to kind of unfold this today and look at it. I was going to say, you're saying this is what we want, and there's some people who don't know what we're talking about. So we're going to show you that. There's, we've got video clips from people like you and I. Uh, that are on the streets, and they're gonna—they're recording with their cell phone and uploading it to Twitter or to other uh, to different places like that. And uh, we're getting access to these videos, and we're going to show them to you if you haven't already seen them. There's uh, certainly remarks that Dr. Fauci has made, and like I said, Klaus Schwab, and uh, perhaps even President Biden that we're going to talk about. And so, um, you know, Doug, I don't know if we're going to show this clip on here today or not, but the clip of the COVID community. Restricted area. Are we going to play that today? I don't think that I have that one. Okay. Uh, China is building a community yeah. that will house 80,000 people, mm-hmm. and it's a COVID camp. Right. And they're not, it's not like it's a, this isn't conspiracy. This is, this is openly what they're doing. Yeah, absolutely. And um, because I, now this part, uh, I'm not proclaiming to be fact because I may not be remembering the number uh, entirely accurately. Something like 80% of Beijing tested positive for COVID or has COVID or something Mm. like that. I don't remember what it exactly is, but it's a very high percentage. 
And so they're reacting by literally locking people in their homes or in their apartment buildings. Yeah. Like not just saying you can't come out, but literally locking people in. Yeah. And yet we have In some cases, they're saying they welded the door shut to apartment buildings. Well, and we might have some video footage of that. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, what's next for America? Um, There's some commentary that that we're going to look at that's going to be quite surprising, I do believe. Before we do, Doug... Um, last week, you and I weren't on the show at all, uh, right. but the week before, you and I were, and uh, we talked about how you get thrown under the bus, <laughs> and um, that received quite the reactions. How many emails did you get over that? I got a few. I don't know. I didn't count them all, but not as many. I as, had some pretty entertaining ones. Not as many as that one day with your Biden remarks, right? Yeah. No. <laughs> um, um, and you know, people that said bus that, is warming up right now. <laughs> People said that uh, you and I drink before the show, which is inaccurate. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, you and I have not consumed alcohol. No. Anytime recently. No. Not even since we've been doing the show, believe no. it or not. And uh, and particularly not right before we go on the program. Or, I mean, in y- years, Doug. <laughs> yeah. Decades. Yeah. Um, and so that is not the case. <laughs> and um, we just have a good time. And... and um, you know, I don't know if your wife has gone back and watched the clip, but when she heard that I referenced her by name, it was an interesting reaction that we got to Yeah, I, I don't know if she went back and watched it or not. She mm-hmm. didn't that day, so I don't know. We've, well, we've had some time in between there. I think she's forgot about it. But. Yeah, well, I, let's <laughs> don't tell her if yeah, you're out there. Yeah. And hopefully she's not watching today. She usually <laughs> watches, but yeah. hopefully not today. But nonetheless, um, <laughs> you know, we just want to communicate the truth. Right. And uh, sometimes Doug says things, and I want to make sure that he's saying what he's saying. Right. What he actually and, believes. And, you know, it... it I guess maybe uh, in our defense, too, a lot of things we talk about, folks, are heavy topics, heavy issues. And uh, we do like to come in here and and bring a little bit of uh, a smile to your face and kind of banter back and forth sometimes because that helps take something that's kind of dark and gloomy and and say, folks, it's it's not as bad as it sounds. Uh, We do have hope, and we always try to end the show with that. But uh, I, I hope that some of the folks that watch the program enjoy what they hear most of the time <laughs> but we we are always trying to point you back to uh to the cross and to the lord and, and what he did for us on calvary and so uh you know i mean we want to get the information out and we want to do it in a way where you can actually enjoy it a little bit well doug this is just you and i in general i mean we're we're just really like to my knowledge we are just being who we are whether we're on camera or not yeah and uh, some people like it some people don't and that's fine there's always yeah. going to be those um, two sides um, some people put up with us and that's fine yeah. um, we like to laugh and have a good time yes we do you and I have been through a lot of seasons of life and mm-hmm. through it all we have laughed yeah you know, we've gone through deaths we've gone through Troubled times, we've gone through joyous times, and we've laughed the whole way through. Yes, we have. Um, and so we've cried enough, and we've done all that stuff. So right. we just like to have a good time. Doug and I are <laughs> friends. We're not just playing the part here on the show. Right. And so, um, yeah, that's what you're getting, and that's what you're going to continue to get. So if you don't like it, pray for us <laughs> and uh, help us to change. Yeah, always need prayer. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I do want to tell you, uh, we we're coming up against a break here. We're going to talk about the China-style lockdowns and whether or not they're coming to America. We're going to show you some video clips from citizens that are in the street enduring this stuff. 
And then we're also going to show you some clips from world leaders and what they have to say about what China is doing and how they're praising what China is doing, which is absolutely unbelievable. And don't forget, go to endtime.com slash deals. We have an unbelievable deal for End of the Age Plus subscription. Uh, You'll have to go to endtime.com slash deals to check it out. We'll be right back after the break. Satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of Jesus. You can pinpoint where we are in the end time, understand how you fit in, and be filled with hope in God's plan by watching the future according to Bible prophecy. Go to endtime.com slash future or call 800 endtime That's 800-363-8463. Hi, I'm Judy Baxter. When Irvin and I got married, we didn't realize that our calling would be a prophetic ministry. Since we started End Time Ministries, there have been many times we weren't sure how we would pay the bills, but God has always provided. We started with the magazine, then went on radio and TV, and now we have the Jerusalem Prophecy College in Israel and online and End of the Age Plus. The mission has always been to reach people with the gospel of Jesus Christ and the end time message. Through the years, my husband would say, we will see revival like never before in the last days. We are living in the end time now. Thank you for walking this journey with us and continuing in prayer. You are a part of the team. Thank you for your generous support. It is necessary for God's purpose. The most important thing is that you are ready when the Lord comes. Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you. What if you could understand Bible prophecy? Dave Robbins, the host of the End of the Age television and radio programs, is holding a free prophecy conference near you. Gain peace and understanding about what the Bible says concerning end-time prophecy. Call 1-800-END-TIME or visit endtime.com slash events for more information. Welcome back to Into the Age. Vince Stegall here. We have open lines at 877 end time 877-363-8463. We're taking your calls, so let us know what you think about whether or not China-style lockdowns are coming to America, and we're going to look at what that means exactly and some feedback from world leaders. Don't forget to share and give us a heart, comment on the video. That helps us out a lot, Uh, so do that now if you haven't already, and if you've already done it, do it again. That will help as well. Uh, We talked about conferences there when we were coming back from the break. Um, I am not hosting prophecy conferences, but I happen to be speaking um, at a couple of church services in December, Doug. Um, I will be speaking on December 18th, which it feels like it's coming around the corner because it, I guess it is. It is. Um, December 18th in Springfield, Missouri. Um, love to have you out there. The service starts at 11 a.m. It's a Sunday morning, so I'd love to see you. My whole family will be there. We're driving back from my sister's wedding um, that's up in Indiana, and we're stopping by Springfield. We've got some friends there, and they've asked me to preach, so I'll be doing that. I'd love to see you out there. If you don't have plans elsewhere. And then also on Christmas Day, Doug, I'll be speaking in Garland, Texas um, Ah. at North Cities. And so uh, that's at 10 a.m. So if you're in the Dallas area, come on out. Love to see you there. Um, It's going to be a good time. Christmas morning service. So you can learn about both of these events at endtime.com slash events. 
or give us a call at 800 end time. We'll be happy to answer any questions that we can on that. You Very look good. like you're ready to say something. I was just going to say, is that going to be one service only that morning, or are y'all doing two? It things? is just 10 a.m. Yeah, okay. and um, I believe we're going to stream it on End of the Age Plus. Nice. So for all the End of the Age Plus subscribers, if you can't be there in person, you'll be able to watch it online. So right. we'll have more information about that later as we're able to develop all of that. Um, also, don't forget to go to endtime.com/deals to check out the latest Christmas deals. All right, Doug, uh, China. Is China the perfect model for a new world order? We've got some clips that we're going to be playing. Um, if you haven't heard, there's protests that have broke out. Um, protesters increasingly fed up with Chinese president. Um, their zero COVID restrictions rallied in cities across the country over the weekend. And if you're uh, watching online, you can see some clips that will begin to play here. If you're listening on the radio, go to um, endtime.com slash watch and you can check this out. Uh, play the um, archive if you um, can't let, go there right now to watch it, but do check it out because these videos are quite eye-opening. But they've uh, implemented these zero COVID restrictions, and they're fed up with it, and they're rallied in cities across the country over the weekend and a widespread show of resistance to the Communist Party's rule not seen in decades. Crowds in some of China's biggest cities angered by a deadly fire in the western region that they said was made worse by COVID restrictions, blocked roads, chanted slogans, and clashed with security personnel who made multiple arrests. Many protester, protesters carried candles, flowers, and signs to mourn the victims of the fire, which killed at least 10 people. In the financial hub of Shanghai, which endured a grueling two-month lockdown this year, video showed people being dragged, beaten, and pinned to the ground by police as they protested on the road, named for the um, Xinjiang capital. I'm saying that wrong, I know, where the fire took place. So, Yeah, so we were showing the footage of that as you were reading the, the footage the, of the protesters. Yeah, of the uh, article when you were reading that, we were showing that footage. And so you saw the numbers come up, you saw them tearing up barricades and trying to get across, and then police would automatically sweep in on them and uh, I mean it's just it's amazing because we saw this earlier in the year with Canada when the Canadians the truck drivers were starting to protest against the COVID restrictions well this has gotten even worse because now China says there's this big insurgence of COVID again and it's coming across and everybody's fed up with it now and and they're not wanting to uh, go back into these restrictions and so one of the things that happened, what they were protesting that you mentioned in that video a little bit, is uh, this apartment fire. There were reports, Vince, that they not only locked the doors to this apartment, but that they sealed the door shut by uh, welding these doors together. And so the people were actually trapped in uh, this apartment fire. And so we've got video footage of the building and there's some, I, I believe it's either live audio uh, or uh, from a 911 call. I can't remember what the clip is uh, specifically, but let's look at that clip. <laughs> and so we're, we're seeing this video footage of this building and there's, you know, you can tell the fire is in the upper parts of this building. There's people screaming. I think some of that was on the street as they were watching this burn, knowing yeah. 
that people were in there. There was a 911 call that came in and it was translated in one of the uh, videos there that they were able to share. Uh, and it, in that video, she was saying that her children uh, had stopped breathing and they needed help immediately and they weren't getting the help. I can't remember exactly. I think it was 10 people died and there were several more injured. Uh, but just a, this is one of those situations that I, I wanted to mention this after we looked at that video because it's something that we need to think about. Because they're saying China is a model for the world. Well, China's been mass-producing these things like what we have done a program about before, these smart cities. And these folks live in these, these buildings where everything is in the building that you would need, where you don't even have to leave the building type of scenario. Well, one of the things about these smart cities, Vince, is they have these electric locks. My kids just moved into a brand new set of apartments, and they have electric keys where all you really have to do is scan it across your lock, and your lock opens up, and you go right in. Well, if you can have a lock like that that's programmable, you wouldn't need to quarantine a whole building. You could just lock individual apartments down. And we've talked about how this is even coming to the Metroplex area here in Dallas. Uh, We've got smart cities in this place. So this is just another one of those dangers, like we've talked about with electric cars and everything else. As we move forward with technology, they can control the technology. Uh, and if you refuse to go along with what they're wanting you to do, they can shut your car off. They can lock you in your apartment building. They can keep you from having money in your bank accounts. Uh, you know, the, this is in China. Yeah, this is in China that that this happened. But this is something that you know, like like we said at the beginning of the show, we've heard people make comments like, um, you know, they're in agreement with what China has done for particular reasons, and so. The other thing that... Now, now we're telling people that right now, but we will be showing some clips of that later, right? Yeah, we're going to show clips of okay. them actually saying what they said. Well, I, I don't know if we have a, a clip of Klaus Schwab or not, but we've got an article about at what Klaus Schwab At this point, I think Schwab everyone will take our word on that. Yeah. Because <laughs> we all see, know where he's at. Yeah, they kind of know he is the Bond villain for sure. But <laughs> we, we've got, um, you know, like what we were saying, this footage we're seeing, Vince... They were sharing this on social media, which, you know, you're kind of my social media guy. I go to you for information about that because I'm not a big social media guy. But they were doing this in this next article. This this is what is scary about where they're at and where the future could be for all of us. Because we have seen this begin to happen here in the United States as far as censoring what we say through social media. But this goes a step further. Well, as protests over China's draconian COVID-19 policy intensify, local police tried to quell further escalation by conducting random stop-and-search checks for banned foreign social media apps. Again, we've got some clips of this happening on the live show. Of course, if you're listening on the radio, you can't see that, but you need to go to the archives and watch this because, well, it's proving what we're telling you, but also it's Actually, quite unbelievable, Doug, Mm -hmm. that we are here. Uh, Some of the dissidents have been turning to foreign apps like Instagram, Twitter, and Telegram to share information on the protest, which is where I found some of this stuff, um, with the outside world and to communicate and organize protests. These foreign social media apps are banned in China, but we still have TikTok here, Doug. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, But that's (laughs) not part of the article. But they can be accessed through virtual private networks or VPNs. In Shanghai, police conducted phone inspections in People's Square Station, a transportation hub looking for banned apps 
The journal reported citing messages posted in a chat room used by the protesters and viewed by the publication. Now, I can also say that there were more clips of this happening. We only showed one, but there are, I mean, endless yeah. endless videos of this that you can go check and, out. And some of them were a little bit more violent, and so we didn't use yeah. those because they were throwing people to the ground that refused to give their phones up and smashing their phones and doing all kinds of things. So uh, some of that I, I didn't want to show just because of the violence that was there. There's so much violence in uh, some of what's happening there uh, that, you know, I really hated to share it. But you can see it. It's out there. And then, of course, uh, you sent me a story this morning that just dropped this morning about uh, Apple and what they're doing. Now, Doug, this one is, you know, I get where the naysayers are coming from. Yeah. Because Apple is huge, you know, they're, if not the largest, one of the largest companies in the world. Yeah. They typically don't release updates quickly. You know, they work on these things for years. Yeah. So I'm not really sure what to say about this because I can see where the naysayers are coming from, but I also see where, I guess, what people would consider the... Conspiracy theorists <laughs> yeah. are coming from. So it's, I'm like in between going, I don't know what's right, Yeah, but we're going to share the information and yeah. and you can figure that out. Um, as anti-government protests continue to swell across China, a key communication tool used by dissenters for organizing and sharing information has now been curbed. Apple's airdrop feature. Right. So if you're not familiar with Apple's airdrop feature, it's basically if I pull up a photo on my phone right now, I can, um, when I go hit share, instead of texting or emailing it, there's an airdrop option, and I might see Doug's phone on there, or someone here in our building uh, might see their phone, and I actually do this for fun. I'll pick a weird, random um, family photo that I've found online. It's not of me, just a funny-looking photo, and I'll share it with random people in the airport or at church or even here in the building sometimes just to mess with people. That's beside the point. Um, What has happened now in China is that that feature has been um, restricted, not turned off entirely, similar to some of our YouTube videos, right. but restricted <laughs> to where you can't use it. Now, again, this air this airdrop um, was it's exclusively pushed out. That this this uh, restriction is exclusively pushed out in China, which is really odd, yeah, because of what's going on there. So, I don't know what to say about that, Doug, because I do know that. Um, it would be very, well, I believe it would be very challenging for Apple just to say we're going to do this and then push it out in days. Yeah. But I don't know how challenging it would be because they're extremely intelligent and capable of turning things around quickly as well. Yeah. Well, I guess my concern about it is we're watching the Chinese government keep people from sharing things on Instagram and Twitter are trying to do that by taking it and taking their apps off. If they see that they've recorded anything about the protest, they're making them remove those recordings. So to have this story come out, it just kind of goes along with that, that maybe uh, maybe the Chinese government asked Apple not to do this, and they, they didn't. I don't know. Now, what, what, can we talk about what, why that would even be possible, Doug? Well, I mean, that's a good question, Vince, because I really don't know, but I'm just kind of... Going with what, you know, people are saying about it, you know, you can share information in that Apple drop, anything you want to share. So if you did a video and you wanted to share it with somebody that maybe could get it to someone else, to a news agency or get it out in the world to let people see what's going on, you would be able to communicate like that. Well, I think I think more importantly um, on that regard is like 
neighbors at apartment complexes could devise a plan to escape, mm-hmm. and it would never go through the channels where they could see it because it's just going from phone to phone. Yeah, and they're not and somehow able to they're see able to restrict that. that. And so yeah. I think that's the greater concern is private communication. Yeah. Um, and see, that could happen here. I mean, that's what people don't understand. Look at the way they've tried to shut our communication down. And if you share something that goes against the narrative of what the media is pushing, then you'll get the little you know, disclaimer up there, or they'll take your post down completely. Mm-hmm. And so we're dealing with that here in the United States already. So are we, are we seeing this Chinese model developing in other places, you know? So, well, and so, you know, the question of why would Apple do something like this? Mm-hmm. Well, we know that Apple has factories in China. And I didn't they're making, know that, but that makes sense. Well, basically all the phones are, are created there, yeah. um, assembled there, the little parts. That's why, um, that, you know, they make most of the chips that are used in technology and right. basically everything. That's part of why we blame these uh, supply chain issues on covid yeah, because of the lockdowns in China, they're not produ- and because of so many sick people, they're not producing as many chips, and therefore it's now you can't buy problem. a microwave that was created in 2023 <laughs> because there's a chip in it right. from China. Yeah, and so yes, they make $1,400 phones, mm-hmm. and they're doing it for. I mean, if I say a number, we'll get fact checked on it, but right. you know, <laughs> less than a hundred dollars. Yeah, and so probably less than ten, but. Um, they're doing it for extremely cheap. You know, this is why, oh, Doug, sorry. <laughs> this no. this conversation kind of gets me cranked because, you know, I watch people like Steve Kerr and other NBA people, yeah. uh, coaches or players. LeBron James is one. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll talk about the American society and, you know, all these things of oppression and all this while they're wearing Nike shirts that right. child laborers made in China. Yeah. And they won't say a word about that. It's right. like... How does this work? And so here, that's not what we're talking about. Um, here no, but we've got, it's a great point because it is. It's a double standard all the it's time. A, well, when you're getting a you know, yeah, hundred million dollars to wear the shirt, yeah, it's a lot easier to say go ahead and let that child labor work for nothing. Absolutely. I mean, I would hope I wouldn't do that, but I know these guys are getting paid a lot of money, yeah. and money controls a lot of things. Yes, it does. And so these guys are are doing it, and they don't, and most of them don't see it. Or most of them aren't talking about it. Yeah. In this particular case, you know, Apple and China are in business together. And so somehow this airdrop feature gets turned off and it's not attributed to what's going on. So we'll talk more about that on the other side of the break. We'll get into what world leaders are saying, like like we've promised. You don't want to go anywhere. Also, we do have some open lines. Give us a call at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'll be right back. Whether it's a global pandemic, threat of war, or floundering economies, end-time events are happening around the world every day. How can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty? With the End Time Magazine subscription, you can gain a deeper understanding of current events and its prophesied repercussions. End Time Magazine's exclusive content and prophetic insight allows you to understand where we are in the end time. It will give you peace when horrific news and events happen. When you subscribe today to End Time Magazine for 12 months for just $19.99, you can have hope for the future because you will understand what the Bible says about the time we are living in. You'll get access to exclusive articles like the Prophesied American-Israeli Alliance, End Time Do's and Don'ts, and Could School Choice Save America? Subscribe for you or a friend right now. 
Go to endtime.com or call 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-END-TIME. The symbols and prophecies within the book of Revelation have perplexed Christians and unbelievers around the world. In his final work, Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ Part 2. The late Irvin Baxter unlocks the mystery of the book of Revelation with in-depth analysis and commentary like you've never heard before. These comprehensive study tools, available for $299, will deepen your biblical understanding. Don't miss this special offer. Call 1-800-END-TIME or go to endtime.com. If your station only carries the first 30 minutes of End of the Age, go to endtime.com and click the watch button to continue today's broadcast. You can also finish up later by clicking the archive button. Welcome back to Into the Age. Vince Seagal here with Doug Norvell. Again, open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. Are China-style lockdowns coming to America, Doug? That's what we're talking about today? The answer right now, we haven't really got to that point of answering the question yet. Mm-hmm. However, I think so far, you know, we've talked about them locking down apartment complexes. Is that possible in America? You know, I'm not sure that one is. Yeah. Like, I know what I would do if they came and tried to lock my door. I would be able to get out. I'll just say that. <laughs> yeah. And I think, you know, an apartment complex full of people here in Dallas area, definitely where you live. Yeah. That ain't happening. No. I just don't see that happening. Out in the country, it's not going to happen. It's not gonna <laughs> Nor happen. are there apartment complexes, are there? Well, there are a few, but they're, it's still not going to happen out there, I wouldn't think. They'd have to have a whole big show of force to keep all the redneck folks locked up. Indeed. Um, how about the um, random stop and searches? Yeah, you know, I mean, I can remember, Vince. I don't know if, if you remember this happening when you were a kid, but I remember when I was a kid, they used to have those type of things on the highways where we'd be driving down the road and all of a sudden you come to a police check and everybody had to pull over. And they'd do a police check. Now, I don't know that that's legal anymore to even do that. I don't know if it was legal then. But, I mean, definitely they could start things like that. You know, we, we see with the COVID, um, you know, they're wanting to do the, the, the COVID passports and things like that. And to, uh, you know, make sure that everybody's up to date before you can travel and things like that. If, if that were to be implemented, uh, I would see that they would be able to... Uh, you know, do random checks and see things. I mean, we, we could move into another era like that. Will it happen here in the United States? I think it's going to be really hard for the people of the United States to give up the freedom we've had. But in the past, we've seen us give up more and more freedoms just with every little incident that's happened. And this is just one more thing. I mean, with 9-11, we saw what that did to our airports. And now you can't even go get on an airplane without, you know, undressing halfway down. And so, I mean, you know, you're sitting there having to take your belt and your shoes off and all that stuff and go in an x-ray machine where before you didn't have to do any of that stuff. I can remember walking people to the gate, you know, and telling them goodbye and waiting for them to board the plane before I'd say bye to them. You can't even do that anymore. So we have given up freedoms because of crises that have happened. And Did that happen during our latest COVID lockdowns? I don't remember anything like that happening here in America. No, I, I think that, you know, I mean, of course, there, there were things, there were weird things that we heard sporadically. Remember, they put up locks on uh, 
basketball goals so kids couldn't go out and play basketball because they were supposed to stay indoors and things like that. And moms that were taking their kids to the park got the police called on them and were arrested at the park for having their children out, you know, swinging on a playground. So we did have incidents happen in certain places like that. I don't know if that happened here in the there state There were some of Texas, businesses that tried to impose the, uh, that successfully imposed the um, you can't, and all, I think all the city of New York or state of New York, one of the two, you couldn't get in anywhere without a, a vaccine card. Yeah, yeah. So I know it wasn't the police stopping, but right. it was kind of imposed without police involvement at that point. But right. in regards to comparing what's happening in China to what could happen in America, um, that seems unlikely, but it's certainly not out of the realm of possibility because... Obviously, there are people that get pulled over while they're driving now right. that uh, sometimes without reason. I'm not yeah. you know, trying to make any political statement. I'm just saying that does occur. Right. Um, random checks for, and reasons are created if they need to be, whatever. Yeah. Um, most of the time, that's not the case. I realize that, but I'm just saying it does happen or has happened. Um, and so the random stop and search thing seems possible but very unlikely and unusual. Yeah. The airdrop thing, I think that can be flipped. That switch can be flipped anywhere in the world at any time. Oh, as yeah, we, I would think so too. As we can see now, Klaus Schwab has made some statements about what China is doing. Mm-hmm. Now, I think it's probably noteworthy that he's not reacting to these protests. Right. These statements were made based on the China policies and what they had implemented. And especially the social credit uh, score and yes. and that type of situation. So it it is communism at at its highest point, uh, you know. And the surveillance systems that they have and the way that they control their people—that's what he's really talking about. Yes, uh, he's not directing this toward the the way that they've handled this protest, but he is directing it at the way they've handled their society and their country. Which has as resulted a whole. in the protests. Yes, if these people wouldn't have protested. Yeah. You know, none of this would have happened. Absolutely. And so... They'd just behave and their do fault. what they're told to do. Yes. <laughs> and so, are we playing a video of that or we're just going to share it? No, let's just share it. I don't have a video of Klaus Schwab actually saying that. Okay, well, just a week ago, mm-hmm. uh, I guess right before all this started... It was during the, the G20 summit. Yes. He talked about it. He called for systemic transformation of the world, adding that we have to define how the world should look like which we want to come out of this transformation period, talking about COVID. Mm -hmm. And he says, I respect China's achievements. Now, he is stating this post a two-month lockdown in China. Right. He respects China's achievements over the last 40 years, not Mm -hmm. just in the last two years. And he referred to them as tremendous. And he suggested that China could act as a role model for many countries admitting that in the end, each country should be left to make its own decision regarding the system it wants to adopt. Yeah. Did he have his fingers crossed in his pocket when he said that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should be very careful in imposing systems, but the Chinese model is certainly a very attractive model for quite a number of countries. Yeah. So basically it's about control. We know that. And he appreciates how the Chinese government has been able to control their people. And I would say that even... Um, Two, even before the two years, mm-hmm. I don't think anybody's wanting to use China as the model country. No. Unless no. they agree with all that, but people right. that 
think for themselves and embrace freedom and desire freedom for their children. Right. They're not going, boy, I wish it was like China here. Right. Could really go for some Chinese government right now. Yeah, where the Chinese don't even have freedom of religion. They can't even worship God. They can't. They have to do that secretly. There has to be um, Chinese missionaries have to pretend to be, you know, music teachers and things like that to actually teach the I'm gospel. I'm pretty sure no citizens their own weapons either. Yeah, as far absolutely. as guns. Yeah, um, a lot of that, you know, sure looks attractive. Oh yeah, for for us. Yeah. For the country folk like us. Right. <laughs> okay, how about Dr. Fauci? Doug? Yeah. Boy. Yeah, there's yeah we a lot have a video of that about, guy. <laughs> about Dr. Fauci. Yeah. But this video, uh-huh. to me, um, it's even unbelievable to me for Dr. Fauci to say this because of this wasn't two months ago. Right. This was post protest this is current yeah this is a couple of days ago yeah the and they're weekend. asking him about the protests yeah absolutely are we ready to play this video let's do it check it out news agency today published an op-ed asserting that the country's strict covid measures are scientific and effective are, are they well when you want to shut down uh in order to interrupt immediately a process that's going on like the spread of infection there should be a purpose to it like you want to make sure you get enough ventilators or enough PPE, or you want to get your population vaccinated. The comment that I made about their severe uh, um, actions that they've taken is that you have to have an end game. What's the purpose? If the purpose is let's get all the people vaccinated, particularly the elderly, then okay for a temporary period of time to do that. But they have very, very strict type of a lockdown. They're locking people in their homes, which is really, they can't even go out and, from what I hear, shop or walk a dog or something like that. That's going to create a lot of pushback on the part of the population if there's no underlying purpose of what you want to do. It's pushback if there's no underlying purpose. And he said that if the purpose is to get all the people vaccinated, particularly the elderly, yeah, then okay. Yeah, it's okay to lock everything down and to uh, lock you in your apartment if the end goal is you're going to have to get jabbed. So I mean, he said that. He's okay with that. We're not exaggerating. No. You heard it from him. We yeah. didn't make that up. Mm-mm. He said that. Yeah, now this is the guy that's been... He's the top health advisor to President Biden. <laughs> right. And he's yeah. saying if the, perp- the end game is to get everybody vaccinated... Yeah. And he's watching a video of the protests... Mm-hmm. Then he's saying that... That's okay. It's okay. There were people burned alive in an apartment building that you had them locked in, but that's okay because the end goal is we're going to vaccinate you. Well, you know, there's some things that are collateral damage, Doug. Absolutely. And while he might not think that's okay, the end game being everyone needs to get vaccinated, then there's going to be things that happen. Yeah, so so much for freedom. I mean, if we're being ridiculous here, I want to know about it. I just... I mean, I take what he's saying at face value. Yeah. I don't, I don't think we're adding to it at all. No, and, and really, Vince, what this all boils down to, it, it boils down to what the Bible talks about in Revelation 13 about a one-world government and, and the things that they are pushing out right now. What they're trying to do is establish that. It's what the Great Reset's about. That's what all of this is about is they're using this as a springboard, board, this COVID, uh, as a springboard to... Make sure that everybody follows everything that they tell you to do. And right now, one of the things that they're still trying to push on everybody is a vaccine. 
Indeed. So, do we want to do the Fox News? Do we have time? No, let's go to the phones. We're we're running out of time here for the clips, but we have more clips that are quite unbelievable that we'll get to after the break. But let's get to the phones. There are open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. We'd love to hear your feedback on today's show. What do you think? Will China lockdowns be headed to America? That's what we're talking about today. Let's go to Jim in the truck. Jim, welcome to End of the Age. Hey, guys. How's it going? God bless you. It's good. How are you, sir? All right. Doing okay. Uh, yeah, I'm just thinking that China's like, it looks like the testing ground for all of the stuff that's coming. It's I've always said that socialism is the hamburger to the filet mignon of communism anyway. But there you go. It just seems that they are the ones that are setting up all of this and it's like everything that bad is going to happen stops there and it's it's uh like for instance uh, uh like what Fauci was just saying was unbelievable because a friend of mine he was a middleweight champ of the world marvelous Marvin Hagler you guys ever hear of him oh yeah middleweight champ of the world yes sir what'd he say hello yeah did you hear that yes yeah um, what'd he say Oh, what happened was, was Marvelous Marvin Hagler. I used to box at the Ward 5 gym. Brockton's called the City of Champions, you know. And it's, uh, it's uh, Rocky Marciano was there. And Marvelous Marvin Hagler wasn't sick, and he ended up going out and taking the jab, right? And four hours later, he was dead. Thomas Hitman Hearn said that he died from this from the vaccination, right? And they quickly changed their minds because the insurance wouldn't pay out. So, but he shouldn't have done it. Why would you take a vaccine anyway when you're not even sick? So, you know, I love the guy. He was a friend of mine, but he was, it was ridiculous for him to do that. And I was kind of angry at him because of the, uh, the amount of misinformation and stuff that's out there right now. This is, we're just starting to see this start to percolate again now. It's coming back. Okay, yeah. it's just going to get worse and worse. Even the Bible says the evil men and seducers are going to get worse and worse, even more so as we see the day approaching. So we, we better hold on, but we know what's coming. These other people, like Marvin, didn't know. All right, so I, I, that's just what I wanted to say. It's just it's insanity. It's just gonna it's just gonna go off the off the scales, and it's uh. But we do have a God that's gonna protect us and get us through this. And there's gonna come a point, you know. I mean, these things that are coming now, like the. The horror that's going on over there in China, we're going to see them coming against us, thinking they're doing God a service. Right Jim, thank you for your call. I've got to cut you off. We're about to go to break. Uh, give us a call, 877 time 877-363-8463. I've been part of the End Time family from the beginning over 30 years ago when my parents, Irvin and Judy Baxter, began the ministry from the recliner in our living room. My name is Jana Robbins. I have the pleasure of connecting with our incredible partners every day. Endtime is a small nonprofit that runs a high traffic website, a daily TV and radio show, the Prophecy College in Jerusalem, and more. Although we have less than 30 team members, we are able to serve tens of millions of people each month. We survive on the goodness of God and donations averaging about $50. If everyone hearing this message gave $22, our financial needs would be met for the year. If you only give to one cause per month, please consider partnering with Endtime to help get the message of our soon coming King out to the world. Call us at 1-800-ENDTIME to give today or go to endtime.com to become a monthly or one-time partner. 
Welcome back to End of the Age of Seagull here with Doug Norvell. We have open lines at 877-END-TIME, 877-363-8463. I do want to remind you that we have some pretty amazing deals going on right now for a limited time only. They're good through December 31st. You can go to endtime.com slash deals to check them out. Or you can give us a call, 800-END-TIME, 800-363-8463. The highlight for me uh, one of them is the End of the Age Plus is now available for less than $10 per month. So I think that's like um, over $3 off per month. And that's only available to the first 500 people. So there's only 500 available. This deal has been available for a few weeks now. I don't know what the count is today, but I can assure you that it's less than 500. So we have less than 500 available. If you're going to partake in that, you can... Uh, gift a subscription with that code. Um, go to endtime.com slash deals and you'll get the code there. Um, but that that price is only available through December 31st and for the first 500 people to react. So be sure to do that. And there's a number of other deals available there as well, Doug. So endtime.com slash deals to check that out. All right. Before we go any further, Doug, I know we have clips that it's going to further... Uh, solidify what we've been talking about. But when we talk about these things, it's easy to come across as doom and gloom, negativity. It's getting worse. It's going to keep getting worse. All that stuff, you know, we get blamed for sometimes. And sometimes, you know, we do need to be careful to not do that because, first of all, that's not what we're about. You know, you know that good and well. Uh, Second of all, it's not true. I mean, yes, it will get worse. But guess what? It's going to get better as well. Amen. Um, I, sometimes we've forgotten that Jesus is coming back. That's right. Like, and he's the, in control no matter what's going on around us. So you know, it's, his ways are above our ways. Absolutely. You know, we've been talking about some of this stuff that's been happening in life. You know, we've had. Uh, I mean, your dad passed away. Your uncle passed away. All within the last couple of months. Yeah. We had another team member who lost his dad. Uh, he was 57 years old. Uh, he lost his dad on Thanksgiving evening. Right. There's all sorts of crazy obstacles that have come our way that we didn't anticipate happening. I mean, um, you know, there are people who canceled our show on their network mm-hmm. um, just because Irvin Baxter passed away, and you know, it's their network. They get to do whatever they want. We're not right. we're not mad at them for that. But in the moment, it can feel like an obstacle that we can't overcome. Yeah. However. Jesus' ways are above our ways. Right. Things are happening, and we believe that all things work together for the good. And so if we are seeking first His kingdom and His righteousness, mm-hmm. these obstacles that come our way, they hurt sometimes. Right. And they cause us to grieve deeply for, for longer than a few hours sometimes. Yeah. You know, days and days we might carry some of these obstacles, but we're looking at this going, God, your ways are higher than ours, and I may not be able to comprehend what you're doing, but... You know, when I look back over my life and see all that what God has done, those times that seemed so hard and so troubling turned out to be what I needed to make it through today. Right. And so I can face the obstacles that we have today with confidence because Jesus has always made a way. Right. And it doesn't matter that, you know, if the Plano Police Department here and where we live, if they start trying to impose unbelievable restrictions on us, it's going to hurt. It's going to be uncomfortable. Right. But they don't know the revival that they're igniting. Absolutely. They don't know what moves of the Spirit they're igniting when they start doing these things because 
Um, man, Jesus seems to use tribulation yeah. for great revival a lot of times. Well, I mean, you know, perfect example. Look at Paul and Silas when they were locked up in jail. You know, what did they do? They were locked up. They were in shackles and bonds and they started singing praises to God. And what did God do? He set them free. He brought an earthquake that shook the jail loose. And then the jailer and his family were all saved because of that. So, I mean, revival always seems like it's sparked by tribulation. And, uh, you know, the the children of Israel, they don't walk across dry land through the Red Sea. (laughs) Right. Unless they're backed up against the Red Sea. Right. Like the Egyptians are coming to kill us and to put us back in slavery. Yeah. Waters part magically. That doesn't happen without this crazy scenario. Right. David doesn't feed a Goliath if there's not a giant. He doesn't. If he doesn't face a giant, he doesn't defeat them. Right. And the list goes on and on. Uh, the three Hebrew boys. We talk about them going through the fire, and yeah. there's a fourth man in the fire, and it looks like the angel of God. It's like. Well, that doesn't happen unless they go in the fire. Like if right. they're bowing down with everybody else, yeah, we don't ever see that miracle occur. And so, things might appear to get worse through our fleshly eyes, yeah, but God's ways are not above our ways. Yeah, yeah. there's hope. Well, you know, and one of the things Jesus did before He went to the cross for us is He prayed for us. Yeah, you know, He He said that uh, He didn't pray for us to be taken out of those tribulations, but for God to deliver us through those tribulations. And He made a way. He conquered the world so the world won't conquer us. And so we, we have all that. We have that hope and we have, I mean, that's why we can come in here and we can talk about this stuff. And one of the things that I feel like we try to do, Vince, is to bring a perspective that you're not seeing anywhere else. You're not getting this from the mainstream media and we're looking at it like we always do through a biblical lens to try to explain why these things are happening and prophecy is something that builds faith. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so that's why we do what we do. You know what, Doug? Here's a news flash that maybe someone needs to hear. (laughs) All right. Trump being elected in 2024 is not what's going to be that saves the world. That's right. Ron DeSantis being elected in 2024 is not going to be what saves the world. Yeah. Herschel Walker winning a, you know, a run out. That's not yeah. going to be what saves Georgia. Right. We need Jesus. Everybody. We need to rely on Jesus. Yeah. And uh, relying on some man or some party or some organization out mm-hmm. there. You know, I love Daily Wire. They right. produce a lot of good content. They produce some things I don't agree with. That's fine. But their messaging is not going to be what saves the world. Yeah. Jesus yeah. is going to be what saves the world. Right. Jesus is the answer for all these things. And so mm-hmm. I'm not going to rely on any of this stuff. I'm just looking to Jesus going, come what may. Yeah, I'm submitted to you. I'm going to do whatever I can. Sometimes it's going to be rough, but Jesus is coming back. And man, if he takes me sooner, that means I get to be absent from this body and present with the Lord. Yeah. Boy, I'm going to be rejoicing like you've never seen me rejoice, probably. Yeah, amen. Because people try to compare me to Eeyore sometimes, because I, like you did before the show, <laughs> yeah. when you threw me under the bus, Doug. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What are we talking about here, Doug? Sorry, uh, <laughs> sorry to derail. No, that's all right. I mean, you know, this, it's, it's true what you're saying, and we need to make sure that everybody understands that. Because, you know, the Lord's commandment to us was the Great Commission, Go ye therefore making disciples of all men. And so that's really what... Our commission is. Yeah. He didn't say, go ye therefore and tell everybody the news. And, you know, so we talk about that quite a bit around here. But what 
our, our bottom line is we want people to be disciples. We want people to be born again. And Jesus was very specific about how you do that. And when he told Nicodemus, you know, you must be born of the water and the spirit. And that is the born again experience. And so, you know, that is that is the bottom line to everything. We want everybody to know the Lord Jesus and uh, to have a relationship with him. And so At that, in time, we're not gearing up to be called away, to be raptured out of here. Right. We're gearing up for the revival that's coming. Amen. And we're ready to go to work. We are going to yeah. work. We're going to keep doing it. And this gospel. Absolutely. You know, shall be preached into all the world. And Absolutely. then the end shall come. Absolutely. All right. All right, Doug. Well, there's another story. The COVID pandemic showed the U.S. It isn't immune to tyranny. Mm-hmm. And we have some clips that we'd like to show. Are we ready to get into those now? Yeah, let's You go really ahead. wanted to get to these, and I, here we I, are. Here we go. We're able gonna, to get into we them. We do it. Let's check it all out. Right. Fierce protests are erupting in China, pushing back against a brutal zero-COVID policy. Some are even calling for President Xi to step down as they beg for relaxed rules. Chinese protesters are getting support from Biden's top medical advisor. Watch this. What is going on in China, and why do they seem to be in a worse place than anyone else in the world? Well, their approach has been very, very severe and rather draconian in the kinds of shutdowns without a seeming purpose. It seems that in China, it was just a very, very strict, extraordinary lockdown where you lock people in the house, but without any seemingly end game to it. Meanwhile, overall Americans are less worried, with a new poll showing nearly 60 percent are not worried about the virus. But just after he slammed China's restrictions, Fauci was speaking out of the other end of his mouth for Americans. Listen. We certainly are still in it. I think you just need to look at the numbers. We're still having between three and four hundred deaths per day. So I I think the idea that forget it, this is over. It isn't. All right, let's start with that. There's a lot to get to in this segment. And I wanted to start micro with China. But, Joe, I got to come to you on on Fauci's flip flop here. It's draconian and it's (laughs) severe when it's happening in China. But he clearly had no problem doing it here. He's ubiquitous, isn't he, Dr. Fauci? That's two shows that we've shown him on already this morning. I thought he was retiring. The the man needs to go on a diet, and I mean a media diet, because he just seems to be everywhere, and he contradicts himself to your exact point around not being for lockdowns when he was totally for lockdowns. But these in China, just to be fair, are a whole different level than anything that we experienced here, right? And and you had that one fire at an apartment complex, killed 10 people, because they were literally being held within the apartment complex. I would think China would have learned by now that you can't control this thing. There is no, what, what did we do at the beginning of the pandemic? It was called tracing, right? Where, yeah, where you contract would t- tracing. Yeah, contract tracing. So if I could find out how Charlie got it, then we can make sure that he doesn't give it to anybody else. No, you're going you to get couldn't. it. Right. There you was know, no. It's a matter of treating it at this point. You're not going to stop a virus that will go wherever it will go. Yeah, so you like that a lot, Doug. I, I do because it's finally like the media is finally giving you a little bit of truth after all this time and all these things that they've said are are going to you know help with this. They finally come to the conclusion there's nothing that you can do to stop the spread of a virus. It's going to happen. It's just like the flu comes every year. People get the flu. People get over the flu. Some people die because they had other issues going on. Uh, you know, when in their body. And so the the thing is, is that they're finally getting the truth out and they're calling Fauci out for what he's been doing this whole time. This isn't the first time Fauci's ever spoken out of both sides of his mouth. He did that the whole time. Mask help. Mask don't help. 
The shot's going to cure you. The shot's not going to cure you. You, at least you won't be hospitalized. Well, you're going to be hospitalized, but at least you won't die. Well, you're going to die, but at least you go to heaven. So, you know, I mean, there you go. I the mean, further you went, you kind of got a New York accent along the way. I know. I started feeling like Fauci. <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't do We that. don't have time for the other clips, no, Doug, unfortunately. We, we but there's more of that that's happening in the media, Yeah, but not nearly what it needs to be. Right. And one of the greatest things that um, that that actual clip, because it's a seven minute clip. But one of the things that it talked about is it talked about the fact that they turned the unvaccinated into villains. If you chose not to be vaccinated, then all of a sudden you were a, a bad person. You were not caring for your fellow man. You didn't care about grandma. You couldn't go to restaurants. You couldn't go in stores. You couldn't do all these things. They so. Actually, they did put those restrictions on us, and that's the bottom line of what they were trying to get to. And one reporter on that program actually said that, you know, she was she was banned from doing certain stories because she asked the hard questions. Well, that's what we need. We need the hard questions asked in a time like that. But the bottom line, what we really need, like we talked about before, is we need the Lord. We need to know Jesus. And a lot of times we got to ask hard questions about that, too. And, uh, you know, some people say that we're too soft on that issue. I've had people reach out to me recently saying we're too soft on, uh, you know, born-again issues and, and telling people what they need to do. But we have a free brochure called What Do You Mean Born Again? You can read it right now, endtime.com slash reborn. Yeah. You know, in Revelation, it talked about all these things that are happening in these end times, Doug. And we dis- uh, dissect that with Revelation, the unveiling of Jesus Christ. One of the things available at endtime.com slash deals for 50% off. So you can get that right now. The first 300 people can do that at endtime.com slash deals. We'll see you right back here tomorrow at 3 p.m. This has been End of the Age, brought to you by the faithful partners of End Time Ministries. If you're not currently a partner with End Time Ministries, or if you would like more information, we invite you to call us at 1-800-END-TIME. That's 1-800-363-8463 or visit us online at endtime.com.